Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome back to the MVM show. Sorry it's been a little break there, but we're back at it. We'll be getting them out every single week, probably shooting for every single Monday. But this one, I'm actually pretty excited to do. I've been really wanting to do this one for about, probably I'd say, the last year. But I really wanted to do my research and somewhat almost my own testing, as Rocky as the guinea pig, unfortunately. But... um Rocky did so good this season, um, and when I say he did good, not only did he good, do good with hand signals, finding birds that we couldn't find, but when I say did good, he did good with energy and weight. So I want to have a huge, huge shout-out to Yukonuba, uh, the thirty twenty blend. Actually, I'll hold it right here, so if you're watching on the YouTube channel, this is the exact food. I just brought an empty bag in here. Sorry for those of you that are listening on the um, the audio podcast, but this is it right here. So it's a, per, a premium performance, 30%, 20% working and endurance blend, and this is what the bag looks like. But I always just tell people you can do a 30-20 because this is the one that has it, but this is for working dogs. I wouldn't just give this to any dog just to give it to them, but the other thing is we always talk about on these podcasts is the conjoint and glucosamine, which is really good for joints. And labs obviously have a tendency to have bad joints. But anyways, that is the dog food. And I love it. I mean, so what I really want to cover in this podcast is, and my title, I thought I wrote it down here somewhere that I kind of wanted to title this thing, but maybe that was on another paper. Where did I write that? Hmm. Might be on another piece of paper over there. Oh, okay. Am I feeding my gun dog too much or not enough? And this is, again, one of those things where I'm basically throwing myself under the bus because the first year, let's see, Rocky's on his third season, and he just finished his third season, okay? And by the way, if you guys want to know some numbers, Rocky finished with 223, 238, 244, 254, 259. So that's what he finished with this year. I have to write that down. 259, 
which there was so many things that that's actually less than he did last year because um, we didn't do a big junior hunt. We only had a couple guys. Plus, I went with my daughter, and then we also got cut about six, seven days short on Washington, which that was for a really rough reason. My friend uh, Tom Driscoll that got in that bad car accident, him and Johnny and and Colton and Jack. So that was for it wasn't a good reason, but it. It was a bad reason that it happened, but it was a good reason to not miss ducking. So we have no regrets there, but and glad to know that he's doing better. But I wanted to go over this with you guys. Am I feeding my gun dog too much or not enough? Because not only is it referring to a gun dog, but also you guys ask this question all the time. Well, how much do you feed Rocky? What do you feed Rocky? Um, how much do I feed my dog? You know, and it's my dad free feeds his dogs, but uh, personally for me, um, his, he has good, he has always had good looking dogs. Rocky's from my dad's, one of my dad's first litters, but, um, his dogs are always a little bit heavier than what most, um, I would say dog trainers that train hunting dogs want. My dad likes that heavier, thicker look and Rocky's just a thicker dog period. And that's just because of the, uh, the British lab in him. But it is really easy for me to let Rocky get overweight. Um, if I fed him what this bag says, and like I said, this is by trial and error. And we're going to go over some technical things that it's not from me. It's from professionals. And I'm going to get some more uh, people on here talking about feeding and stuff. But if I fed Rocky what they say to feed him, so let's say like right now he's probably about 91 pounds. And end of summer when he hasn't worked all summer long really before we start training again, he's usually sitting around 96, 97. The vet told me for his body size, and I wish I, I need to say this in one of the YouTube videos because people are like, yeah, he's big. I think some people think he's overweight, but by the end of the season, he's in amazing shape. He sits down. He don't have no fat coming over his haunches. Um, and he's usually sitting at about 90 pounds. Um, the vet told me he would like to see Rocky at 88. So, Anyways, that's how big he is. He's just big, massive, big chest, big um, rib cage, big head, big hips. I mean, he's just a massive dog, big paws. But the the feeding schedule on this bag says for basically a ninety pound dog to give them uh, three over three and a half cups for doing nothing but, say, sitting in the garage and then jump up to four and three quarters. Well, if I gave Rocky almost four cups a day for sit doing nothing but sitting in the garage, I can tell you right now he'd be over 100 pounds. I know that from personal experience because that's what we used to feed him, like three to four cups a day in the off season. Well, he's just getting fatter and fatter and more and more overweight, and I'm like, my goodness, you know, like, okay, I got to cut this down. So I dropped it down, and I asked the vet, and he said, give him only two cups. And give it to him about 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so my suggestion is, and something I do, I don't feed him right before bed because it's like a person. If you feed people right before they go to bed, um, you know, you're going to easier, easier or put on weight easier if you eat right before bed because you got to digest it. And that's the same way the vet said a dog is. So really the best thing to do is to feed him 4 or 5 o'clock. And another thing is what they say, and I was reading this on Yukonuba's Facebook page, which was a sporting dog. 
Illustrated, I believe. Let me look real quick. Because um, this is where I got a lot of this information from. It's very good information. Of course, my phone goofs up and I have to go find this article again. But anyway, so there's a formula. And I'm not even going to try to explain this over the air because it could confuse you. But basically, you find what your dog weighs in kilos. So like Rocky was... Let's just say 90 pounds, and in kilos, he is basically 40 kilos. And then there's some math that you do. You basically take the 40 kilos, go go to the three, raise it to the three power, three quarter power. You multiply that by 70, and that's what their daily caloric intake would be for no work. And then Rocky's baseline was 1,132 calories, and then you got to take. The kilocalories, uh, which is three ninety nine for you, Canuba's dog food, and divide that, which comes out to two point eight three cups for Rocky for his weight. Okay, so if you want to know more about that, go on you Canuba's website and the Sporting Dog website. I think they have two of them, but go to the Sporting Dog website and they have a lot of articles on there that you can look at this and figure dog's weight out. But if you want a fifty pound dog, is seven hundred and twenty seven. Um, calories, and then you divide all that stuff, and you can find the cups. So that's why I said I wasn't going to explain that because it's just going to cause confusion. But anyways, for Rocky at 90 pounds on a daily, sitting in the garage, doing nothing but running around the yard on his own time and sleeping, he needs 2.83 cups, okay? So I'm going somewhere with this. Stay with me. <clears throat> now, light work, they say you double that. That's light work. So now we're sitting at five and a half cups for Rocky. And if he does moderate work, and that's just what you think moderate work is, I feel like a really hard, heavy day for Rocky where maybe he does like 21 to 28 retrieves, maybe 35 retrieves. It's a rough, it's deep water. He's having to run through it. I would consider that moderate work for him because when their idea of heavy work is like a, a, um, a like a, some type of pheasant dog or, um, Something like that that hunts all day long. That's literally nonstop running. That is not a duck hunting dog. They go in spurts. A duck hunting dog goes in spurts, right? They birds chop, bam, they make it there and back, and then they sit on the stand. They may sit there for another 30 minutes. But like a dog like that, like a pheasant dog or something like that, that's heavy work. And for Rocky's weight, that would be 17 cups in a day. Now, I'll like I said, I'm never considering I'm never gonna feed him 17 cups in one day unless he was obviously doing that kind of work. But moderate work for him, it's saying eight and a half cups. Now, I how many times have I given Rocky eight and a half cups in one day? Um, several times throughout the season. You know, when like I said, it's all depending on the environment, how many retrieves he's making. That's what I'm basing that on. And here's the thing that I do: I feed him as soon as we get back from the hunt. I'm trying to cover everything that I know people have asked me a thousand times. When we get back from the hunt, and that could be midday uh, because we had a really good morning hunt and we're done, we're limited out, or that could be we could hunt all all day long and get home at 7, 8 o'clock at night. I usually, if let's say if he has a heavy day of work for him, I'll give him that 7 to 8 cups. And when I say cups, I actually have a cup measuring dill that I scoop out. I put his dog food in a bin. I scoop it out. And I'll put my, like, say, just say if it's eight cups. I put my eight cups in there. Now, we're kind of going against what the, the 
that said about feeding them late at night. What Yukonuba on their page is saying is feeding him a third of the required amount of food. Here's the problem with that for me. They're saying feed him a third of that in the morning before the hunt, and at least he needs two hours to di- digest that. I can do the two hours things because he's really not going to work no matter where we hunt, if it's local or far away, within two hours. So I can do that. But my issue is with Rocky is I don't know if it's going to be all day. So I don't really want to feed him in the morning not knowing what the day is going to hold. We may shoot one bird all day long, and now I've already got two cups down, which is that a big deal? No, it's not. Because if it's light work, I can just give him a couple more and call it good in the evening. But that's the way I do it. Now, I'm going to backtrack here. Stay with me. I hope you guys don't get confused in this podcast. So Rocky's second year, I was still giving that poor guy, and I look back now and I just feel terrible. I was still giving him two to three cups when we come back from a hunt. More so three. I'd be like, ah, he worked really hard today. I'd give him three, maybe four at the most if it was a really rough day. And I started noticing as the weeks went on that he was very fatigued, very tired, like whipped, like it, 14 retrieves. He'd get back to the truck, hop in the truck, and just head hung down low, walk in there and sleep. And I'm like, dude, what is his deal? Like, be honest with you, I feel bad for saying this, but I would be a little bit frustrated. Like, what is wrong? What am I doing? Like, why is he acting like this? Is this just his breed? You know, is this because he's British and they're just not as energetic? Like they don't lie. They don't have a long endurance. I'm thinking all these things. I never once thought food. Well, in between his second year and this being his third season um, as a retriever, I had read these articles and I was doing the math and I did all this math and I'm like, my goodness, I was starving the poor guy, like literally starving him. Like it would take him the whole next day. He would sleep all day long in the garage after a hunt. Well, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm thinking of his his weight and I'm trying to keep him in shape because I'm going to go over some things here in a second about how you can just visually know. And that's really, I honestly, God guys, I must go more off the visual appearance of Rocky then I do what the book says and what the numbers say because every dog's different. He may have a slow metabolism and put on weight super fast. While another dog, I've heard the guys saying they give their dog that weighs 50 pounds, 10 cups a day and can't keep weight on them. So it's all about metabolism and your dog. So you've got to keep an eye on that too as well. But, and that could be, I really think it's what that guy was feeding his dog that was talking to me about that. I don't think he was feeding him. I think that honestly, that dog was probably pooping everything out and not retaining it. That's, he's feeding him junk dog food because he told me what he's feeding him. I was thinking in my mind, like, the reason is it's your dog food because this has 30% protein and 20% fat. And, yes, there is other brands besides you, Canuba, that do that. But I'm just letting you guys know, okay? So uh, let me go back here. Let me go to the visual check. Oh, let me finish my story. So this third season, I I weigh up the dog food. To, not over anything crazy, but I did this formula that they said here. And Rocky, actually, you know what? Let me let me do this for you guys. Let me put in the description and in the, the show notes on the YouTube channel and the 
regular podcast, I will put in there this formula. And if you guys are smart, smart enough to figure this out, and I'm not saying I am, I had to call somebody, then you can do it. I mean, that's exactly how they worded it on their um, website. So you guys probably a lot smarter than me can figure that out. So I started doing this formula, and I couldn't believe it, guys. Rocky was a different dog. Even Travis and Thomas and anybody that hung with me said, man, what is his deal? I mean, he's running out to the blind, and even after a long hunt, running back, rolling on the ground, acting like a puppy, super high energy, wagging his tail, not head drooped, not tail hanging down. I mean, super full of energy, and I knew right then, I was like, it's a stinking dog food. I literally was starving that guy. He wasn't getting enough carbs. He wasn't getting enough calories. He didn't. He wasn't getting the proper nutrition. Bottom line, it was, because I wasn't feeding him enough. It wasn't the dog food. It was the amount of dog food. So let me go over with you guys real quick the visual approach to this. Okay, so I'm going to go scroll down, and I'm using this from Yukonuba Sporting Dogs Facebook page, an article that was written by, um, hold on, let me get there real quick. What's there? Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It's written by... It's not it. Shootingsportsman.com. So you can go to their site and I'll tell you the name of the article so you can look it up. So it's shootingsportsman.com and then go to the how to feed your dog. And this whole thing is obviously got you Kanuba in it. Is what cuz it's a sporting dog, right? And that's the food you need. So this is what it said. It says every sporting dog is different, which is why there is no one answer to how much your dog should eat. So yes, we had these numbers like I said that we're going over, but that doesn't mean your dog may be have a higher metabolism, a faster metabolism, and he may need more or just as much as Rocky needs, even though he may be half the weight. And it, 
it's more than just scooping food into your bowl. I mean, like I said, I was guilty of that. That's what I thought it was. It's so much more than that. And if you really care and you want your dog performing at peak performance, take the time and do a little math and take your dog's weight and and do these things. I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference. So here's here's the number one thing. And I knew about this before and I heard about this before, but is number one is a rib check. Now, I will say this. I just don't see Rocky getting to that, this point because I basically have to starve him. And then it goes back to him not having the energy he needs. But most dogs, you take, you run your finger over the dog's rib cage and you should be able to fill individual ribs. Like right now, I feel that on Rocky because he's lean right now from duck hunting. If you need to push in with your finger to find a rib, your dog is carrying too much weight. If the ribs are clearly visible, which is hard with the black lab, I will tell you that. To see that and they stick out, it could mean the dog needs more calories in his diet. So that's one check you can do. Number two is a profile check. Get on the same level as your dog while he is standing and then examine his profile from the side. You should see a tuck around his abdomen back by his rear hips. If his abdomen appears expanded, the dog is overweight. That's I think that's pretty common sense, but just a good indicator. And again, Rocky's dips way in. Another one, this is the one I really like, is the overhead check. So you're above the dog looking down at the top while he's standing. You're looking down at the top, standing directly above your dog. The dog's waist should be clearly visible with a slight taper from the shoulders to the waist. If the dog's pelvic bones jut out prominently, the dog is likely underweight. These checks should give your you a good idea about where your dog stands and you should keep them in mind as you determine your dog's caloric needs. And if you have any more issues, obviously consult your veterinarian. But uh, yeah, so I mean, this is this goes over the weights. This talks here about uh, feeding your gun dog twice daily, one third of the food in the morning, which I might try that next year, honestly. Um, I think Rocky did really good and I don't feel like I need to change anything, but if it makes it a little bit better, I might try it. It's not going to hurt anything by any means. But it says, actually, this says three hours. So feed hardworking gun dogs twice daily with one-third of their food in the morning at least three hours before exercise and the other two-thirds at the end of the day, a minimum of two hours after the hunt. The gap between eating and exercise gives the dog time to digest the food. And in case you didn't know, the reason is their stomach could flip because of the way, the way their belly, the not their belly, but their stomach hangs. It hangs lower, and if there's more, if there's food in it, it's heavier. It'll hang lower, and then as they run, it's swishing back and forth, basically, and it can literally flip. It can swing around and hang over top, and it literally could kill them. Within Doctor Barley told me, my vet, he told me it could be twenty minutes. It could be ten minutes. So it's, and there is no way you're gonna do it. They need immediate surgery. He said sometimes an hour to hour and a half, but I'm just telling you, we all know, guys. If we're out in the field duck hunting, we're on the pond. We ain't getting to the vet in time. And that talk about a sick feeling to lose your best friend, your buddy, your hunt partner over something dumb like that. So those are the things that I really, really wanted to cover with you guys. Um, uh, I kind of went over my feeding regimen with you guys, the times of day. I went over the article on hunting and I went over if I'm you're feeding your dog too much or not enough. Uh, so you guys can base it off those things. 
you know, the standing check, the side profile, you can do it on all these things. You know, it's it's amazing actually to me how much your dog's weight can fluctuate. At least I noticed that with Rocky. Like duck season's only been over a week for me because I did the vet hunt. And by the way, that vet hunt won't be out till probably August. So sorry, I apologize, but that's just the interest in duck hunting right now is not that high. So I'm going to hold off on that, but I had a great, great vet hunt. But I can already tell by looking at Rocky now that he's not as active that he's already just putting on a little bit of weight. So now I've cut it back down to two cups a day. I know that sounds so little for a dog his size, but it's unbelievable how fast he puts weight on. I've really thought about getting him a like a treadmill. Like if you've seen those dog treadmills where they have to run on to make it move, but they can get on there. I've thought about getting those. Excuse me, but they're not cheap. They are not cheap. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, we live in the city, and I really don't like doing walks with him. But what I do do in the off season, me and the girls or you know, my family, we'll go out, and we do have country. Like, we're right on the borderline of the city. So we can go just a little ways, and we can go out in some almond orchards, and we'll take them out as much as we can in the off season. But I'll tell you this. Summertime here in California, we're hitting between 100 to 110 for months. And he, you know, dogs just, it's not good for him. And I think one thing I did to him when he was younger and like his first year, I think I might have, he'd exhausted him. And he gets really overheated super quick. And one of the other things I've said before in this podcast is, just because he's swimming, because we think, oh, well, you know, let's go do some water work. Let's go do some water training for him and stuff. Well, the longer that dog's body is underwater, that's how he, that dog breathes, his skin breathes, and he sweats is out of his skin on his body. And if you have that submersed underwater, they can't breathe. Now, that is long water retrieve, so it just depends. But I really wanted to throw this out there for you guys because I feel like a lot of people that listen to the podcast probably have dogs or have asked this question because I always send people that watch our YouTube channel, Mid Valley Mercenaries, I send them to this podcast because this is where I answer a lot of questions that you guys have because I would spend hours answering questions on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube if I did. So I just say, hey, I covered that. Go to this episode and check it out. So big shout out again to you, Kanuba for all their support. And I will say this again. I know we as people look at other people and think, oh, you only talk about them because you're sponsored by them. You only talk about them because they give you free stuff. Yes, that happens in this community a lot on social media. But I'll tell you this. I switched to you, Kanuba 3020 before they ever hooked me up. Okay? So that's got to tell you something. I start shooting heavy shot before they ever hooked us up. So the people that we support and work with are people we are already using. I can probably say that. Same thing with, um, oh my goodness, motion ducks. We were already using them when they started helping us out. So I'm very happy to say that, guys, that we work that way. Um, that's just, that's we're very fortunate in that way and very blessed to say that. Um, will Would I work with someone... Um, that I've never worked with before. Yeah, if they have a good product, we'll work with them. But I'm just, I'm just trying to like put your guys in mind. Oh, you guys, he only used him 
because they support you guys. That is not true one bit. I promise you that. I was already doing this. And the reason I started, I switched from, um, oh, what's the other dog food that I was feeding Rocky? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it's in a purple bag. It's Purina, uh, Purina Pro Plan. That's what I was feeding, feeding Rocky. And I like that. But it did put weight on him, and that was a 30-20 blend too. But one of the other things I noticed, he went to the bathroom a lot, which is a pure representation that they are not absorbing all the food, okay? No matter how much. It wasn't like a switchover and he just did that. It was like months and months and months after he was eating, he still would go to the bathroom five, six times a day. That is not good. That's not what you want. You want like two good bowel movements a day from your dog, maybe three. And Chris Aiken said, you need to feed him Eucanuma. He goes, I'm telling you, it's the best thing ever. I have so many testimonies. Uh, uh, Jeff Adams from Delta Waterfowl. I'm, I, in fact, I was going to get him if I have enough time, but I'm going to cut this short now. But Jeff Adams went on and on and on how it totally changed his lab's life, basically. And his older lab, just because of the glucosamine and the chondroitin. So it's it's awesome stuff. Bottom line, we love it. We support it. We stand by it. We already were before they supported us. And we just want to say thank you to them. And I, I will tell everybody and anybody, if you want a good dog food, go to Yukonuba. And what's cool is, guys, you can use Chewy.com and get yourself set up on a regiment. Because I'm so bad about like, oh, man, now I got to go get dog food. I don't have nothing left. I got to run and find it. And I don't want to feed them something else because nowhere around here has this dog food. So if you go to Chewy.com, by the way, they don't know about us. I'm just giving you a suggestion. Chewy.com, you can set your schedule up to deliver every so many days. Literally. I think they'll do like 10 days, 12 days. Like it don't have to be weekly or bi-weekly or monthly. So just throwing that out there, guys. There's really cool things. It really helps, makes things easier. It's cheap. It's a good way to go. That's who sends us our dog food is it comes through Chewy. So anyways, hope this helped you guys. Uh, this will reference, I'll reference this back to a lot of people to help people with how you're feeding regiment. Uh, sorry, I've been stumbling over my words this whole podcast. I don't think there was anything else that I really wanted to bring to your guys' attention. But yeah, I'll throw that in there. And Rocky's doing good right now, off season for him. So he's getting plenty of rest, but he gets to run around playing in the backyard and got some things up my sleeve that I want to take him and do in some of our videos. So we're getting into archery hunting. If you guys want to see that, I haven't done it for 18 years. We're going to start doing a lot of archery hunts for coyote, pigs, even squirrels, rabbits. I'm going to do some deer hunts and some whitetail. So check that out on our channel. And guys, if you can, leave us a review on the podcast. Let us know what you think. Uh, we'll see you on the next one.